Hey everybody, it's Clint here at the top, popping in. Uh, this week's episode was pre-recorded, so I'm here to give you guys a quick update about the two live podcasts that Bob and I were doing in Austin for the week of South By. As many of you have probably heard, South By Southwest has, for the first time in over 30 years, been canceled. Now, initial reports were that uh, they were canceled because they refused to have Bob and Clint on, but then it turns out it's actually because of this coronavirus thing. So we've decided to cancel our events as well in an effort to uh, keep our family safe, to stay safe. We don't want to play into the fear about it, but it does seem like something that should be taken seriously And in, until we know more and in, until more information comes in, until it gets a little warmer, I think it's best to avoid big festivals and big gatherings like that. Now, having said that, I do hope you're all still uh, planning on going to shows and uh, seeing your favorite entertainers and just being smart and avoiding uh, coughing into people's mouths, letting other people cough into your mouths. Of course, washing your hands and um, avoiding travel overseas, etc. So any references you hear to those events in this episode or in future episodes, I think there's one more already in the pipeline, uh, just disregard them and we were really excited about it, and it's definitely something we're going to be doing in the future as the show continues to grow and uh, as we find different ways to get this stuff out to you. It's more important than ever to support content makers and artists that you love, especially if people aren't going to be going out to shows and stuff much anymore. Podcasts are, of course, easy ways for you to get entertainment and get content from the safety of your own coronavirus-free home. It's going to be an interesting path forward. I'm not really sure what the future looks like for festivals, for concerts, for comedy tours for sports uh, events. It's going to be interesting to find out. So in the meantime, uh, enjoy the show. We still enjoy making it. Go support us at Patreon if you can. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the letters i-o-k. And uh, we'll see you on the flip-flop. Peace. All right. Colin Bobby Schneider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm recording. I'm also recording. Are you doing uh, Author and Punisher? Too tired to think. Too un- not tired to not think. Uh, Too fat to fit into my jeans. Too not fat to not fit into my fat jeans. Too much diarrhea to eat. To not enough diarrhea to speak. I'm from San Diego. <laughs> Too many times in the bathroom, pooping but not pooping, playing solitaire. Too much candy crush on the toilet. <laughs> Too anxious not to poop. <laughs> Too not anxious to not poop. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Let's here at the top of the show remind everyone, and tickets are going fast, by the way, that we will be performing two live podcasts at the Saxon Pub. Shoot, I, we may be sold out at this point. I don't know. Just check uh, check the link uh, in our Instagram, and uh, it should take you to the tickets. But we're excited. It looks like a lot of people are coming to this That's thing. right. It's March 19th, Thursday. And March 20th on Friday from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. We will be recording these. We will be doing a brief Q&A. And it's going to be all the uh, I'm okay, you're okay sauce that you guys have come to love except right in your face. Yeah, it's going to be great. You'll uh, get to see us do this in person. And uh, we will also take your questions and comments. And you can yell from the audience every once in a while. Zip. By the way, 
every show I've been to in the last, I don't know, month. After the show, somebody's like, I was going to say zip during the show, but I didn't want to disturb you. I was like, dude, anytime, yell it out. But but do it between songs. All these people who say that to you at the show, are they all are they all husbands from the 50s who just got home from work to tell you, to tell you we're going to say zip, but then we didn't do it? Yeah, they all talk like this. They're all like, <laughs> hey, man, you know, I was going to say zip during the thing, but I didn't want to like, you know, disturb you and stuff. And they're all nice. Everybody that listens to this podcast is Nice. Well, no one who talks like this could ever. Could you imagine someone who talks like this to tell someone to go fuck themselves? I don't think so. Hey, you almost you just drove me off the road, but uh, hey, uh, I've got some kids in the car, so you know maybe next time just take a second look before you uh, swerve into my lane. Okay, bye. I can't say I really liked what you did there when you cut me off in traffic, but I also understand that everyone's struggling with their own personal battles, and so I'll just let you go ahead and take the right of way. Okay, dude. That- that doesn't sound like you at all, dude. That sounds like a completely different person. Well, Clint was here a few minutes ago, but he left now. Uh, like, no, 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 no. Now you're going into Debra. But the other guy that you were at, you were for just a second. I was like, that doesn't even sound like your voice anymore. Hey, you know, I know, I know that the guy wasn't driving very well, but, it, it, you know, everybody's got problems. Hey, I know you were yelling at my girlfriend and everything, and I can't say I really liked that too much, but instead of punching you in the goddamn face like I want to, I'm just going to I'm gonna give you a coupon to Dave & Buster's. You can play skee-ball for six hours straight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could listen to that guy for a long time. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, let's check out some emails. You can email us at bobandclint at gmail.com. We read all these that we can. They're quite backed up, however, because this podcast is blowing up, bitch. It's blowing up. It's blowing up. By the way, it was blowing up until I said it's blowing up like that, and then people just were like, yeah, I'm done with this podcast. I think 6,000 people unsubscribed at the same time after you went, it's blowing up, it's blowing up. <laughs> They're like, let's see what uh, what other content there is. Oh, there's a mountain of it. Oh wait, there's literally a podcast about everything in the fucking world. How do you feel? How do you feel when somebody says they have a podcast? I don't feel good about it at all. Uh, here's what I don't want to do: hear anything about it, dude. Sarah Silverman was on Conan's uh, podcast, and they were talking about a party that she threw at her place. Like, I guess she lives in an apartment building in L.A., and you have to go into this lobby and get up to the roof where the party was. So she had a sign that kind of said, "Hey, here's where the party is," and the only other thing it said was, "Please don't talk about your podcast." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone there has a podcast. And she was like, please don't come to my party and like invite my other celebrity friends to be a guest on your shitty podcast. Let's just oh, yeah. not talk about our podcast tonight. Uh, I listen to Conan's podcast since we're not going to talk about podcasts. And it's literally maybe the best podcast out there. He's so great. It's great. But the funniest one, and I didn't even want to listen to it. Keegan-Michael Peel, is that his name? Michael Keen. Jordan, Jordan Peel is the other cat. Yeah. So that guy is... A pure genius. Now he was great. I loved it. You also kind of got glimpses of how that guy could be like truly horrible to be around. But when he was doing uh, Billy D. Williams, oh my god, that was good. The newest one with Jim Gaffigan is really good too. He does this oh, bit. He does the bit. Jim where Gaffigan is so funny. He's do. doing the characters from famous movies that no one ever quotes. <laughs> oh, that no. whole scene. Yeah, he's a he's genius, dude. I thought that on this latest Jim Gaffigan one, if for those of you who don't listen to Conan's podcast yet, other than the interview that he does with whomever celebrity, he does these great little wraparound things that are really brief where he's setting something up or talking to the people who produce his show or whatever. But when he was doing the thing about how when he meets fans, they'll say something really nice to him. And then yeah. if it goes on long enough, 
they end up sort of backhanded insulting him. Right. That bit was the funniest thing I've ever heard him do that was kind of just an aside on the podcast. I was laughing so fucking hard at that dude. Well, it is interesting. You find out fairly quickly how truly good somebody is in that podcast format. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you the other one that was surprising was Judd Apatow. I was like, oh, this is going to be horrible. And it was so good. Have I told you my story about when I ran into him, when I met him in New York? Let's let's save it for the Secret Weekly. And all the people that are in it are like, fuck you, man. I wanted to hear that story. You can hear it. Just go to patreon.com backslash IOK, join today, and then hear the story about Judd Apatow and the Secret Weekly. We haven't mentioned the Patreon in a minute. Let's just do that really briefly. So we have a Patreon, as Bob just mentioned, where you can support the show. It takes a lot of time and TLC to make this content, and we want to keep doing it, and we want it to just continue getting better and better. So one of the things that we've done to say thank you if you want to support the show is the Secret Weekly, which is just an extra five to ten minutes of I'm okay content after the gig. But the cool thing is... These are going to add up. I mean, imagine 50 of the, you know, another year of the podcast. This is just a ton of, of extra content. Plus, we're sending out personalized postcards. We'll send you a voice message. You can get a couple of songs that Bob and I co-wrote a few years ago on the road. And then you can get all the songs that I'm writing every month, which is a shitload. So there's a bunch of cool stuff over there. I do implore you to please, 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 please do go and check it out, please. What are going to need, man? Uh, what are going to need, man? Uh, more patrons if you're going to keep this going. Hey, my name's Erb. Erb Migidug. I'm married to, well, I'm not married, right? But, Everybody, uh, thanks for letting my husband Erb come to the book club this week. I know that there's a pretty hard line gender rule, but uh, his feet were hurting because we couldn't find his foot cream or his icy hot, so he had Debra, to come with me. Debra, I think I found one of your teeth in the bed last night. It wasn't one of my teeth. Ooh. Whose teeth was? What sheep have you been bringing into the bed? Well, we haven't slept in the same bed in probably It looked like one of yours because he was yellow as the sun. My teeth aren't yellow. Don't even say that. My teeth aren't yellow. I had whitening strips put on about a decade ago. They've been lasting pretty good this whole time. Well, they were brain, but now they're yellow like the sun. (laughs) Anyways, maybe it was a sheep's tooth. Who knows? You sound like, uh, now you sound Latin. So you're Russian, you're Scottish, and you're Latin. Someone's going to need mare teeth in their mouth. All right, we were going to read an email here. Veronica says, hey, guys, I've never listened to a single podcast before, but I was pretty sure, because I was pretty sure they would suck. As a musician, yeah. I, I value my time to listen to music dearly, and a talk show just seemed like something that would get in the way. So anyways, I heard yeah. about your particular podcast through Instagram, y'all so fancy, and thought, well, what the hell? I had a long drive to symphony rehearsal last night, so I gave y'all a spin. Holy shit, you get me. You really get me. Thanks for not uh, sucking. I don't know that you convinced me to start listening to other podcasts. Let's not get carried away, she says, but I will definitely listen to you again. Take that preconceived ideas. She says, forgive me if you've covered this in an episode I haven't gotten to yet. One question, what are you listening to these days? Happy days, angry days. I need something to rally today's. Thanks again, V. So I'm listening to almost exclusively Bob Dylan. And if you're if you are curious about which albums, bring it all back home and Oh Mercy. Those are the two that have sticking with me right now. I'm also listening to a lot of Post Malone's first record, Stony, And I'm listening to some Drive-By Truckers, dipping my toe in a Drive-By Truckers. What about you, Bob? I'm listening to nothing but podcasts. And uh, the, my favorites are Congratulations with Chris D'Elia this past weekend with Theo Vaughn. Uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, and uh, what am I leaving out? I'm okay. You're okay. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. You're okay. 
which I, which I actually, it's so weird. I actually listen to this podcast. What, here's what I do. I turn it on. I turn our podcast on to like, make sure that it like, it sounds right. And, and all the audio is right. And then I end up listening to the whole thing. And I'm like, am I listening to this podcast? Cause I'm a narcissist or I'm like, I'm listening to it because it's actually interesting. Here's who hates Bob Schneider more than anybody in the world. Bob Schneider. Here's the worst critic of Bob Schneider. B. Schnitz. I know some people might say, no, Bob, I hate you more than you. They're probably not listening to this podcast, but there are people out there that say that. But guess what? Nobody treats me shittier than I do. And uh, so I don't think that's the case. I think I do like this podcast because uh, it's interesting. Most of the time. Sometimes not, though. Because guess what? Can't be interesting 100% of the time. We're only interesting 82.5% of the time. Norma Lopez writes in, Dear song artists that I like, the politically correct requirements of South by Southwest are absurd. A bit of reverse discrimination. How does it feel? How long do you think this mood will last? As long as slavery? As long as male dominance in public life? That's a long-ass time. Remember, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Chin up, Norma. I get it. It's been a lot of that for a long time. I get it. We get it. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. I think, okay, this is me trying to be nice again for, about South by, okay? The, the big idea, the big macro idea, we, of course, agree and understand. Does the world need to hear more perspectives from two white guys? Okay, I understand that premise and that problem. But I can't change the fact that I am a white guy, and you're a white guy, and I do have a perspective on the world. I'm not saying it's that unique, but it is my perspective, and I can't fucking change that. So if you were asking me to curate a festival or curate anything, a book club or whatever, I'm just as interested as any smart person about bringing perspectives to the table that are different and unique and that that champion voices that have not been paid attention to. So there's no problem there. But when it comes to my output, let's take me as a songwriter. I can't help that my perspective as a songwriter is as a white dude. And I'm straight too, by the way. I can't help it. That's just my fucking thing. I still got to write my goddamn songs. And so this po- our friendship, which came organically, it wasn't like we were at a white person's club for men. Through the natural unfolding of life, we became buddies. And now we have a podcast. So I just, I'm sorry. I can't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about that. Here's the problem. When I'm booking my Moonlight Orchestra show, I'm not like, hmm, let me make sure I get a woman in here. Let me get, a, let me make sure I get somebody who's not white in here. Uh, no, I'm not thinking that at all. Here's what I'm thinking. Let me find somebody who's amazing because I want my audience to be amazed by my heroes. And my heroes are people that make music in sublime, beautiful ways that uplift humanity and make me proud to be a human being. I don't care what color they are or what gender they are. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me at all. The only thing that matters to me, are they good or not? And that was our problem with South by Southwest, by the way, which we've talked about and hopefully we'll never talk about again. I would like that. But they weren't looking at it like what's interesting they were like, we have to check these boxes. And when you're checking boxes, that's fucked upest. Let's not do that, people. Let's be inclusive and let's get rid of racism and sexism and all of it and homophobia. Let's get rid of it by not referring to people as like the first female, blah, blah, the first gay, blah, blah, the first black, blah, blah. Let's just 
go with interesting or good or not good. That's more important. The true normalization of any kind of culture that's been marginalized is to criticize it and celebrate it and just treat it normally. I remember telling someone in LA once it was on a tour with you having cocktails outside of some cool little bar in West Hollywood and gay pride was happening. And like, I'm pro gay pride. I have gay pride tattoos. Okay. If that gives you guys any type of indication of how I feel philosophically about gay equality, I'm extremely supportive of it. My wife and I take our kid to gay pride in Nashville every year that we can. But I was saying, you know, it'd be really cool, like a day in the future where there aren't gay pride parades. And the two people I was with couldn't believe I said that. They just couldn't understand it. And I was like, I was like, you know, I'm not saying I don't like gay pride parades. Gay pride parades are fucking awesome. I'm just saying when gay people are finally treated just like normal people, it would be redundant and strange to have a big parade about their sexual orientation. That's actually the tr full realization of acceptance in society. It's like these people who d are doing straight pride. Have you seen this? Their straight pride parades are a thing now because people are reacting culturally to this stuff. It shouldn't be called straight pride parade it should be called a uh, homophobic right it should be called homophobic parade because that's what it is it's not it's not straight parade it's homophobic parade and by the way i disagree with you i always want there to be gay pride parades because that shit is awesome i'm not anti-gay pride parade i think they're fun and cool and, and any, any i know i get i know i get what you're saying you're saying there shouldn't have there shouldn't have to be a black history month there shouldn't have to right. be a gay pride parade there should just be like Hey, we're all people. Totally. And and you know what? We're not there yet. So, you know, uh, the fact that there's there's a Black History Month in schools, I think is fucking awesome. Let's take a whole month, let's carve out time and like focus on this because there's a deficit of attention in this area that we need to fix. So, let's fix it. And until we fix it, parade on, Black History Month and on, female whatever. Dude, I'm for all that. But I actually care about things moving to the progressive logical end where we're moving more towards harmony, unity, acceptance, and equality. Gender equality, sexual orientation equality, racial equality. That's what I really want. I really want that. But what's happening is in, in left culture is people, they want to out-virtue each other, and they just want to bitch and complain and moan and whine. And the thing is, South by Southwest, instead of looking to us as allies in this issue, they made us enemies because it's easy. And that's what the left does. They cannibalize their own. They make enemies out of themselves. Because you know who they don't really want to talk to? is someone who actually does think women are, are less than worthy of being on a podcast panel. Real racist, real misogynist. They don't want to deal with those fucking monsters. So they just take us, because we don't completely agree with them and toe the status quo line, and they try to turn us into the enemies of female empowerment which is fucking offensive and ludicrous. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. What do you say? Done. Let's not. Okay. Karen Kay writes in, live podcast, pretty please. Hey guys, about four months ago, I discovered your podcast and it's brightened my commute ever since. After hearing a few episodes, I was hooked. Went back to the first one. I've now listened all the way through. Catching up to present time was bittersweet. I'm switching over to binging Bob's Song Club podcast now. She's, she says, I love hearing all of your reflections, musings, and discourses on life, especially about fathering daughters and your take on everyday experiences like fingering pajamas at Dillard's. Haha. -ha. I recently signed up as a Patreon member and look forward to getting even more intimate with you. And she writes, zip. <laughs> Imagine my delight when I heard on this week's podcast you're doing a live show in Austin, uh, which we are, March 19th and 20th. If there's any way I could score a seat or two at that event, this adoring fan from Baltimore would be so psyched and eternally grateful. Please keep us informed how we can be one of the lucky few to hear you guys hang out in person and Bob's mom read emails. Bound to be a one-of-a-kind coffee clatch. Yeah, so if you if you want to come to this show, which is coming up, obviously, I think it's next week, um, 
I think there's tickets. I'm not sure. I don't know because we're actually not in the future when you're listening to this. So, But you can go to our Instagram and there's a link there. What is our Instagram, by the way? It's at Bob and Clint. The I'm Okay Podcast. Uh, Instagram is at Bob and Clint. Yes. And by the way, that's why we have a lot more Instagram followers than anything else because that's easy to find. All right. I'm telling you, I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay is extremely difficult to find. Let me tell you why. Is it okay, okay, a y, or is it just okay? Is it your, is, with an apostrophe? I feel like it should just be the initials. I okay, y okay, wait. See, you I can't okay, even say it. You can't even say it. N-I-O-K, N-Y-O-K. You can't even say it, bro. So no. I just said it. I just said it. You barely said it. I'm dyslexic, dude. Are you shaming me for my dyslexia? <laughs> <laughs> That's the shame tutor. <laughs> shame toot. <laughs> I have a fucking uh, learning disability, dude. Don't fuck with me. Do we answer that email? There's a little bit more where she compliments me, and I would like to read this part on the show because okay. you get praised often on the show, and I, I rarely do, which I'm fine with, which I'm fine with, by the way. Clint, I'm sure I've seen you with Bob at many shows, but as you know, it can be hard to look past the allure of a hot, talented, charming, and clever singer-songwriter, which is you, my friend. I thoroughly enjoy your part in the podcast, too, though. You're like the voice of reason when Bob gets too carried away, but also have such a dry, subtle sense of comedic timing. Listening to you guys is like hanging out with the cool, laid-back, crazy friends you always wished you had when your friends were boring or creating drama. Keep on keeping on. The ladies are out here listening and appreciating. Much love from Baltimore, Karen. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to clap for this email. I feel like Karen's the uh, female IOB or EOB. Sorry. Here's the deal, and here's what we told the South by people, too, is we said, look, most of our listeners are women. You know, the aggregate of what we're putting out in terms of the energy of how we feel about women is the energy coming back is that mostly mostly women listen to the show. So that's not for nothing. I, I think you and me prefer the company of women to men. I always literally. have. All right, yeah. let's move on forward. Imelda Lifts, who I believe is also a patron, says... Have you guys seen or heard of this? You might be okay with it or not. And it's this new show called I'm Not Okay With This. With the, uh, looks like it's the chick from uh, It, the girl that played the young Jessica Chastain. Uh, Sydney is a teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school while dealing with the complexities of her family, her budding sexuality, and mysterious superpowers just beginning to awaken deep within her. Did you notice there was no zip in that? I didn't notice that. I, I noticed it because I was about to do it, and then I was like, uh, no, this is this is not Zip. This is, she's playing like a high schooler. Yeah, there's no Zip. Oh, I didn't say Jessica Chastain. I mean, this is the younger actor who played the young Jessica Chastain. Oh, I, and, uh, right. I, I said exactly. that in a very circuitous, confusing way, my bad. Jay Middleton writes in, who's also a patron, says, hey, Bob and Clint, as a dad of a two-year-old, one of my favorite things to do recently has been sharing my love of being a musician I've given her shakers, bells, and a tambourine. She loves making noises and trying to follow me with rhythms. When she was six to eight months old, I would sing melodies to her because I don't think lyrics would matter at all. One of the things that did for me was help me write a couple of songs. My question to you two is, have you ever sang a melody to your kids when they were babies that helped you write a song or stem the idea for a song? If it did, does it give you more pride that it came from some of those early moments of fatherhood? Sincerely, Jay from Seattle. Yeah, I mean, I have probably 30 songs that I've written where my either my son or and now my daughter who's just turned five uh were in the room and they were either helping me or singing or making noises or if you have amazon prime you can watch a video the we fail guys made which is a video of this whole album i did with my son over the course of about six or seven years and it's called uh, i'll find you no matter what or the l 
If you, I think if you look up the L or I'll find you no matter what, it's there in Amazon Prime. And it's uh, all the songs that I wrote with my son when he was four, five, six years old. I believe I play guitar on some of that, right? Uh, you do. Uh, I think Superman is one of the songs. Because you would like, you would be, when when you would play with me, you'd be here staying at the house and then I'd write the songs or, yeah. or, or and then you, like I had you uh, play guitar in a couple of those, yeah. I got to tell you, man, those were some of the most fun visits of, of my adult life was camping out in Austin with you guys, making music, whether it was making a record or getting ready to go on a tour. Those were some really fun times, man. For sure. I mean, the reason we have this podcast is because at a certain point, we kind of stopped touring together. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, like you and me would hang out in my kitchen and we would talk for hours and uh, we did it on the tour bus. Um, we did it, and and I just enjoyed talking to you because you're smart. You have a great perspective on life. You're funny. Um, you're interesting, and uh, it's it's a joy to talk to you. And I was like, man, I'm gonna miss this. And I was like, well, let's do a podcast because then we have to talk. And because you and me are men, and men get to a certain point in their lives, and I feel like we're both at that point where it's all about work and family. And we don't make time to have conversations with our buddies. I mean, we do every once in a while, but I mean, you and me have to, we kind of have to talk once a week now. And, uh, that's, that's why I love doing this podcast. Cause I get to talk to you. Right. And it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, that's true. You know, we might have some dates together coming up soon. Oh, I know we do. We're in May. We're, we're playing together. Yeah. I just found that out, uh, yesterday so we're gonna be i don't know where we're gonna be cleveland i think i think it's midwest wonderful place like that so yeah that's gonna be exciting we haven't we haven't done any tour dates in a long time yeah it's been about a year and a half i did i did some new england dates with you guys when i had a hole in my schedule about a year and a half ago it's pretty fun let's see for me with my daughter i the way that i've sort of just delegated that for me is i write a christmas song for her every year so that's where i can i can look forward to that that's for her now she's getting old enough where she's getting involved one of the things that I do all the time, and I know that you used to do this a lot too, maybe you still do, Bob, is like, I'll have a recording session open and the microphone's open in the room and my keyboard. And if my daughter comes in singing a song or she's ready to like make music, I can record it. So I have all these like <laughs> really funny, wild songs that I've recorded with my daughter that I think she's really going to love when she gets older. One of them's called Farting Daddy, where the only lyric is farting daddy for about five minutes. She just sings farting daddy over a loop. Guess what's never happened in a single day of my daughter's life? You haven't farted on her? (laughs) Where she's gone through a whole day and hasn't heard her daddy fart real loud. Well, (laughs) we can... uh... There's never been a day. I mean, if I'm gone, of course, she she can't hear my farts from like Colorado. But if I'm at home... You'll bottle them up and send them home. She's going to, at some point during the day, hear, hear her daddy cut a real loud fire. And now she's at the age where she's like, gross. She's saying gross now. Whereas before, like when you're a kid, if you're not taught that farts are gross, they're just part of life. But now her mom's taught her like, oh, that's gross. Right. So now she's saying, oh, gross, daddy. And then I'm like, <laughs> gross, daddy. <laughs> Gross, Daddy. Oh, shit. I got to go to the bathroom. I think I just shat trying to do that extra fart. Well, we're out of time anyway, so that's perfect. (laughs) 
Uh, look, I got another podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast. It's a weekly podcast all about Metallica. But if you just like music in general, you'll probably dig it. It's me and my friend Ethan Luck, who's also a professional musician. And we bring a lot of the inside of the music industry into our conversations about harder music and heavy music. But we also talk about a lot of other stuff, too. Bob's other podcasts. I hope you have a lady in the music business when you guys are talking about music business in the middle. I don't know if we're diverse enough, yeah. Bob's got another podcast called The Song Club Podcast, where you can be part of... Uh, what makes those songs cool, how they get written, early drafts of them. And if you become a patron over there, you get those songs delivered to you every month via Carrier Pigeon, I'm told. Also, go support I'm Okay, You're Okay by leaving us a positive review on iTunes. And of course, our Patreon also, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash I-O-K. Right, but you have to do dot com slash. What did I say? Did I not say that? You said Patreon slash. Oh, okay, Patreon.com slash the letters I-O-K, and you'll find us there. But if you don't, if you don't put in that exact combination, guess what? You're going to be like, mm, I can't find it. And then you're going to be real upset. And then you're going to do like some searches and then you're not going to find anything. And then you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Here's the best way to find the link. Come follow us on all the socials. We have just hyperlinks in our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then you clickety clack your way over there. You don't have to search for shit. Okay. You don't have to, you don't have to search for shit. But if you forget to do that, you know what you can do? You can actually Google, I'm okay, you're okay, Patreon. And that will get you to the right place. But if you try to do it at Patreon, good luck. If these people can't figure out how to find it, then they're doomed. No, they're not doomed. They just it's a it's it's a longer journey sometimes to where the the uh, end of the rainbow pot of gold is, which is our podcast. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, we're going to kick it now to the Secret Weekly, where I'm going to tell my wonderful story about meeting Judd Apatow at a comedy club in New York. So we'll see you guys on the flip flop. We'll see you guys at the Saxon Pub March 19th and March 20th. Peace. Peace. <laughs>